All right, we're starting. <laughs> we All are right. debating. No P's and Q's. No, 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 no. We're just jumping in. We are. We, so we were having a pre-production meeting, and it just became a conversation. So we just hit the record button. So here you go. There's going to be no intro. This is how the podcast starts. I'm going to intro it right now anyway. You know, we're it's, like, you know, 30 seconds ahead, late. But uh, here we go. Uh, welcome to the SVT Sports Pod. Um, this is Vince. I'm hanging out with Sam and Tyler. And we're jumping right in. Uh, yeah. Going, so we're not, we're not even, we're not even talking sports. We're no. talking <laughs> MCU, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Because it, th- th- this podcast is now immediately transformed without an agreeance. The agreeance be- happened when we all said, go lot, go record it. So yeah. the, the, the podcast is now morphing into sports that all the teams that we care about and also all the film and entertainment <laughs> and pop culture that we care about. So <laughs> right now it's MCU. Hey man, I'm good. I've been, I've been craving a Guinness for like two weeks straight. That I caved and in beer. And I bought a box. Yeah, I bought Sports, a box of Guinness so I could have movies. It. So I'm, I'm, I'm clear. Let's do this. Let's do this. Now, Boy, again, I had a heretic earlier, so I'm Jesus. I have, I have, man, you're um, really feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> I have been the biggest critique of Marvel Disney movies over the past couple, few years. I thought Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, was entertaining. I was happy. Tyler hasn't finished it. That's because I <laughs> so, keep thinking that we're at the end. I keep pausing it. Like, is this real? Like, what's going on here? I, I feel like there's a lot that's unexplained to me. But I guess okay. you're right. I just need to push through. You just got to watch it, dude. It's actually, yeah. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, I've, I find myself um, fairly easily entertained with action movies as long as there's, you know, funny stuff happening or whatever. And um, Vince, because you completed the film. Yeah, the only gripe. I, I'm sorry, Ty Tyler, that you might hear some things. I'm not trying take to your headphones you. off, ear muffin um, for me, bud. Is the only gripes, and it's I don't even know the the young actor's name who played America Chavez. I don't know her name. I should, but I don't know her name. She's gonna be a star name. one day. We'll figure it out, though. I just want to be clear. I thought she was really good in her acting abilities and what she was trying to accomplish as an entertainer and an actor. I, I'm, I just want to be extremely complimentary to her abilities. The only issue I had with this entire movie is the checklist of the character of America Chavez was like, not only was like her, her name is so every, it's just the, I'm democratic and I hate to talk about politics, but it was just everything that was, was so on the nose with her character in today's political environment. Right. So her, 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 um, uh, her, her name is, uh, Sochi, uh, Gomez. Dude, they kept calling her America. Well, no, I mean the actor's name oh. is Sochi Gomez. So it, oh, okay. it, it, the character she plays is America Chavez. Right. Yeah, I just wanted to throw oh, that okay. out there. I thought you were- <laughs> She's going to be a star. No, she was great. Yeah. She was great. I'm just like not a fan of like any character, whether it's left or right or good or bad or whatever cliche is like it was kind of a checklist for me of like we got she's a latina she's an immigrant she's gay parents she's this she's that and it didn't really matter for her character development that she was abc one two three it's it's one of those things where like they try to put all of their minorities into one person correct. almost like correct like Where, if, if uh, they could have spread it out a little bit more I'm to terrible other with names what's uh strange's uh dr strange's uh the, the sorcerer supreme right now the head uh, of the what's uh, his name? wong wong i teared up when when he when he died eight times 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if Tyler's right. listening, so I'm- no, he's not. He said he said message me when I can come back. Okay, he's, he, he's so still when, earmuffing it for us. So, so let, when let's, he died, let's try to wrap this up, though. Yeah, when he died, I cared, even though I can barely remember his name. I cared because he's been with many, many movies, and I cared about him, and I care about his journey. I'm not going to instantly care about America Chavez with all these fucking check boxes. I would because I lean that way as a person, but as a person that wants to be entertained, you can't just put these check boxes in front of me and force me to care. I have to believe in something. I believe they've identified an amazing talent. She deserves a really well done screenplay. She deserves a really well-developed character. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. And- uh, yeah, I, I think um, Sam Raimi, um, like he hit, he had a lot of his typical, you know, check marks for a, you know, Sam Raimi PG-13 style horror film. You know, he hit a lot of the typical stuff. We had a Bruce Campbell uh, we had appearance. A few. Uh, we had a, I mean, uh, yeah, he, I mean, he had all the, the things you would expect out of Sam Raimi. Um but yeah, it, it wasn't perfect, but it was fun. Yeah. That's all I really care about in these movies. Okay, okay. are we done? Let's with let's this? bring him back. Let's bring all him right, back. All right, Tyler, Tyler, you can come back, bud. All right, give him the thumbs up. His earphones are back on. Nothing's been spoiled for him. I can't believe Doctor Strange died. <laughs> can you believe that Harry Potter showed up out of nowhere and had ear sex with America Chavez? It's so wild. I'm in a group chat with some fantasy football guys that we've been in this group chat for like, I don't know, going on like 12 years now. And every time one of these damn Marvel movies comes out, we always do that shit every single time. They're like, I can't believe he died. Like, son of a bitch, dude. I hope he didn't die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so um, that's that's enough Marvel movies, I think, for the moment. I think we should maybe try to dive in here. Um... Just real quick, uh, the, let's. I'm going to start with the Sharks because Sam disappeared and I'm running the show now. Um, Go for it. The Sharks hired Mike Greer as their GM. He is the first black person to be a general manager in in the history of the NHL. It's one of those things that should have happened a long time ago, but hasn't. But here it is. It's now happened. And um, I was watching his press conference and he, he basically echoed a lot of the sentiment, sentiments you would expect, like, it is a very important thing. I take this very seriously and I hope I do a great job and, you know, hope this door stays open for more to follow, you know, all of those um, talking points that you would expect. And also like, you can feel a little bit of it, like that. He was like, I I just want to get to work. You know, I want to do, do the job and get going. And boy, has he got going. Uh, He's, I mean, look, it's a long road. I'm going to tell you right now, Vince, straight up, honestly, he's on my shit list, dude. I'm not really happy about what we traded for and what we got. Yeah, the Brent Burns trade is what you're talking about right now. Brent Burns was shipped off to Carolina, and uh, we we got back less than I thought we would, and we're holding a third of his salary still. Yeah, Uh, and we drafted a forward or a goalie? Goalie? Goalie Uh, They drafted a center out of Sweden. Center, center. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first pick at 27. I'm okay uh, he, with the draft pick. I, I I ended up looking up some videos of him playing over there, and uh, it's it's so hard to sell, right? But yeah. um, I'm just I feel like we traded a Ferrari and got back like seven Toyota Camrys. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Hey, I, man, I Toyota's that. really reliable. <laughs> well, okay. I okay. Hope, okay. Let I me hope so. We got back like seven 1992 Toyota Corollas. You know, past their prime, or not necessarily yeah. past their prime, but not not really expecting much out of it is what you're getting at. And I I would love for you to be wrong. Um, I don't know that I can disagree with you right now at the moment. Uh, Got to see how like, it pans out. But like like what I mean by the cameras is that they're serviceable, they'll work. There's nothing wrong with them. But ain't that's not what you go to the ring for. Not, that's not what you're trying to see. You're not inspired by. You're talking it. about the yeah. sharks, right? You're yeah, yeah, about yeah. The sharks and the yeah. Draft, you disappeared, and so I, yeah. I, I took over. Yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I actually watched this uh, because Greer has his brother is the Miami Dolphins uh, mm-hmm. GM, and yep. I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. That they actually talked about it too in the in the press conference. Yeah. Yeah, and. Miami, I don't think they're going to be a Super Bowl contender, but Miami's a really 
good roster. Like as a roster of physical talent, they're really good. Yeah. Well, they have they but, have the most accurate quarterback in the league. They're really good. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't know about Tua. Is, yeah, we're gonna find out about Tua though. That's we for sure. We will find out. We will find yeah. out this year but, if he can be the dude. Hey, I'm and I'm extra interested interested in Miami because the head coach is who? Uh, that would be another oh. minority hire. <laughs> <laughs> the whitest minority hire I've ever seen. <laughs> so I'm interested. Mike McDaniel, by the way. Now there's that's... an extra layer of being interested in what Miami does and their GM because how it relates to San Jose. So I'm really interested in this. So I actually watched the, the press conference. The I watched the... Have a head coach, though. He's going to hire his own it. guy. He's going to hire his own guy. Yeah, yeah, they did. And this is for me, guys. This is more interesting because I don't know jack shit about hockey or hockey rules, but I'm interested in the business, and I'm interested in in, is Greer going to turn this into a? To me, this is a trade out. You traded down. You got more draft picks, and he wants to clean house, and he wants to build a specific culture. And I think he's coming from the angle of being a former player from a few franchises, but also being a San Jose Shark and communicating with his brother. I think he's coming from it at an angle as a player. What is going to be a franchise, a coaching staff that will develop players? And I think there's going to be a culture change and it's going to be different and i think a lot of hardcore fans like you guys are going to be like the culture's already there you know well no i I think ownership hold on ownership is going to give them the freedom to build on that culture and i think this is a good route and i think there's going to be some rocky roads but i think ultimately this is going to be a good hire i i disagree with you on one account they did the same thing with Peter and they gave him the keys and basically said, build the culture on the rink of how you want to build it. And he got cut. Right. So that being a head coach, they gave him the keys. So you're, so Greer is the GM is probably going to have a shorter leash because the sharks don't want to go four or five seasons without making the playoffs. They probably want to go to max, right. They want to get back into that dance because historically they've been in the dance more often than not right well more often than not we're talking like 80 something percent of the time in their in their history in the history of the sharks yeah Um, and and however i would say how many years did doug wilson get oh he 20 but but doug (laughs) how many to the playoffs consistently right you can you can draft all the players but the head coach so that that's what i'm saying is but even as a lightweight sharks fan i knew I knew the years where Doug Wilson was under pressure and almost lost his job. So it wasn't like he was given 20 years. He earned it. In retrospect, we look back in positivity, but I, I know a few sharks fans that have criticized Doug Wilson and wanted him out multiple years. That round for Torres year, I was ready to lynch him myself, dude. And and for the, the SF giants though, Brian Sabian became a legend when he won, but like the year they won the world series, I knew giants fans that were like, fuck this guy. So, you know, Doug Wilson earned it. I just want to, I just want to shout him out. But but the difference between what you're saying is that Doug Wilson didn't hire DeBoer, right? The sharks hired DeBoer. They're giving DeBoer got the short leash, right? Not Wilson. DeBoer did. So what, what Greer is getting, they're giving him the keys to run it all. So who he picks as his head coach, he's going to have an even shorter leash, right? And, and my gripe about this whole Burnsy trade, yes, we didn't get what I think was adequate for Burnsy, right? But in my mind, if I'm going to trade a household name that's been there for the Sharks, it's going to be between Burnsy and it's going to be between Logan Couture. And what we got back in that overhaul from Carolina, I think we could have gotten the same thing for Logan Couture, who, in my opinion, is lesser of the two at this point in their careers, right? Burnsy has still got more in the tank. And I think Logan's getting towards the tail end. 
And if we traded for something not as much, I think we could have traded Logan Couture for that. I I hear you on that. Vince, I want to jump in and I'm going to turn it over to you. To Tyler, this feels like how I felt about when we traded Mark McGuire to the fucking St. Louis Cardinals and we got like TJ Matthews. (laughs) Yeah. Oakland legends, TJ Matthews. You know, I, you know, he's traded for Mark McGuire and wore Jose Canseco's jersey number. Yeah. Dude, it was like three relief pitchers. It was like the worst trade Billy Bean ever made. And it was just get the fuck, get the fuck out of here, Mark McGuire. And that's a personal gripe I have with Billy Bean. And this has been your five second moment of Sam <laughs> okay. on the Oakland A's. Okay. All right. All right. Let's back bring it back. Sharks. Um, uh, back to the Sharks. I just want to uh, push back a little bit on um, the Burnsy versus Logan Couture thing. Brett Burn- Brent Burns is uh, 37 years old. Logan Couture is. I'm 36. So he's 33. We actually yeah. have the same birthday. He's three years younger than me. So that makes the math easy for me. Um, so um, I think that as an organization, I think skill wise, they're probably about the same. Like they're both start, they're both on the decline. Um, and I think you could probably get a similar package deal, but I think in, in the organization, they value Logan a little bit more because he had the C on his chest and because he's five years um yeah, he's like four years younger than Brent Burns. And so that's probably why they felt Brent was a little bit more expendable uh, but, in, but in terms I, of trying to get value back. So The, the reason why I think that, that I would go with Burns more is because as defensive men, you don't need to be the quickest dude in the ice. You don't need to be the sauciest dude in the ice. You don't, what you need to do is set yourself in the right position and be able to assist others, right? Burnsy, as we know, has always been an offensive-minded defensive man, which, which was made him so unique was because there wasn't anybody else really like him when he was hot on the scene. Like, there wasn't really defensive guys who were, you know, throttling in shots and being, like, offensive leaders, right? But I feel yeah, like Logan, you, you had a few here and there, but, yeah, I mean, he's definitely – He was elite at it. He, yes. he was absolutely elite at it, yes. Where I think Logan has lost a step or two, you know, and speed-wise and injuries have plagued him. And I feel like as a forward, I feel like the value of what he is and what we got back was adequate. I felt like the value of what Burnsy can still be as a defensive player because he can adapt to a different style of play being a defensive player. We could have gotten more instead of a goalie prospect and a couple of peanuts and a draft pick. I mean, we could agree to disagree, but that's just my sense yeah. of my feeling. No, I, I hear you. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I wish we would have got more for him. I, I really do. And um, I think when I look at that trade and I'm, I, I see that we retain, you know, a third of the salary for the next three years uh, for the last three years of the contract. Um, this was definitely a salary dump yes. at this point. Like there's no question about that. Um, uh, the sharks were up against the cap. They had to move a big salary piece. Um, Mark Edward Vlasic is the one that you really want to move, but nobody's taking him nobody's uh, taking at this point. Yeah, no, that, that contract is too much of an albatross. They're just going to yeah. have to wear it. Um, if they were to cut him this year, it would be a huge cap hit. I think the plan might be play it out one more though. year. If, if he has some trade value, like if he plays well enough, he might get some trade value um, to, to somebody and, uh, and then we'll see what happens. But I think this coming year, is going to be Mark Edward Vlasic's last year with the team. Um, we'll see just we'll, – we'll see how that goes. But Yeah, well, the idea, I, if I'm GM, I'm extending Timo Meyer. Like, I know he got a contract deal, but I'm, I'm extending it. Timo Meyer is probably going to be the guy that replaces Logan Couture. Well, he already is, to be honest yeah. with you, he already is. But, but I'm trying to extend him. I'm locking down Timo Meyer. Like, yeah. honestly, if I'm doing a salary dump and I'm a new GM, I'm keeping him. I'm keeping um, – well, Tomas oh Hurdle just got his uh, it just you. got yes. his money, so he's not going anywhere. Let me let me ask you guys a rookie question. Okay. The when uh, Mike Greer is playing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what type of player was he? Describe to me as a. Let me start with Vince. <laughs> bottom six. Uh, he he was a yeah. bottom six, but sometimes on the second line, like depending on injuries, flip between second and third line. Um, mostly a third line type player, which is. Kind of an energy line, um, yeah. 
you expect you expect some goals, but you're not expecting you know 20 goals, 30 goals. He wasn't out of a him. starter. No, I mean, no. Well, well, it's, it's, starter it's is kind of yes. weird in hockey. That's not really okay. a term that they use. It's basically because your starters are only on the ice for 30 or 40 seconds. So, right. so I mean, starting doesn't really matter. Gotcha. Um, but but you're talking first line center. That's your guys that are going to play uh, 20 minutes. Uh, your second line, that's also like 18 to 20 minutes. Your third line guys, those are like your 15 minute guys. Um, and, and where then did your he fourth fall line, on that line? He was he was between. Um, he was right around 15 to 20, uh, 20 minutes, like probably floating between second and third line. So he is like a 15 ish minute but guy. He made a career of that. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, no, he played so, years. So, so what you're asking for, Sam, is that mm-hmm. Greer was not, he wasn't the dirty guy. He didn't do the dirty work. Right. But he did the cleanup work and he did the work that needed to be done to get everybody else successful. He was to Vince's point. He was the energy guy. Greer was the guy that came in and brought the energy, moved the puck forward, got people in position and made things happen, right? Mm. He didn't necessarily make a ring pop and wasn't trying to, you know, be the bruiser, but he was the guy that like made everybody else pick up their energy and put them in the mm-hmm. position to, to yeah. score. That was what. Yeah, he, I mean, did. yeah he, he would lay a hit if he needed to. But he was a Kavon Looney. You're telling me he's a Looney? <laughs> you know that's not a yeah. terrible comp. Yeah. That's not a. It's not a terrible comp. Um, you know how it's I not feel perfect, about but it's, Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, when I, I said it before in the last podcast, uh, when I was hoping for Mike Greer, um, that uh, I, that I, I just he was one of those guys that I just kind of like kept following, and you know, like he, yeah, like one of those middle of the pack guys that you just kind of like really love and you latch onto. Uh, he was that guy for me for those three years that he was uh, here in Teal. I'm not really uh, going to lie to you guys, man. I'm like, I I've been in and out on the sharks. Cause I, I don't really know, you know, I, I don't know the rules of hockey where I'm like, Oh man, that was a blah, blah, blah. Crazy call. Those refs, the sharks got cheated. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Oh, they, they lost or they won. Yay. Or, oh, <laughs> you know, like, but I love seeing it in person. So I'm not going to sit here and say I could bait what was a good call or a bad call or who what's good hockey or bad hockey. I'm happy when the sharks win because I'm a sharks fan. I don't know jack shit, but I'm a fan. Well, I'll, <laughs> tell, you, I'll tell you this, but I'm interested. I'm interested from the GM standpoint because I'm interested in business and I'm well, interested in the business of the San Jose sharks and Mike Greer makes me extremely interested in the sharks. Out of all professional sports that you could watch, and, and Vince can chime in and say opposite or agree with me, but as far as refereeing goes, because you brought that up here, Sam, I would say out of all professional sports, it's the best when it comes to quality, fair calls, consistent calls all the time, and they are not afraid to use a replay and call a play back because they called it wrong, right? Where a yeah. lot of referees don't want to admit that admission of guilt that they called the wrong play. I would say out of all professional sports, hockey refereeing is the best refereeing out of all sports. Yeah. I mean, when they get something wrong, obviously, it, you know, it makes even more news because it's so good o- overall. When there's something egregious, that's when like it really makes news. And so that's all like re- really anybody hears of. But like most of the time, uh, like like if these guys are moving so fast. If somebody's offside, they're offside by like three or four inches and they are on top of it almost every time. And uh, one of the things that you can actually challenge is if a player is offsides uh, starting a play before a goal is scored. And so that's sometimes, you know, like that, that's where, you know, reviews happen and a play will get overturned maybe. Uh, but again, like to Tyler's point, they're not afraid to go back and look at something and they, they get it right uh, on the ice initially. So like, like most of the time as it is. So um there's a couple of guys that, you know, you, you just kind of remember and you're like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, you know, the, there's always an Angel Hernandez type. But um, but even those guys, they're not nearly as bad as Angel. Um, yeah, who, uh, oddly, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's basically I think the I only think time I just, it gets into like a grayer, a dicey area is like goalies being on the goal line or like being too far from from the from the blue zone your goalie that, interference like, yeah yeah other than that that's that happens so so few and even then they they button that up so yeah. it's it's probably one of the best sports to watch live and and on tv as well agreed so, so let me ask you guys this real quick 
because I'm interested in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a rookie. I'm a rookie little baby shark over here. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> who do you guys want as the coach? Who's who? Oh. Who, who are <laughs> some hopes? I, mean- <laughs> I want honestly. You can say Zoom fans, but I just want a coach for this year and a plug and play and maybe two years max. And I want us to go get a, a coach, like a real coach. There's um, not much out there. Yeah. I mean, because they, they fired, um, fired, uh, their, their last coach God, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, uh, I, I already forgot. Um, it's slipping he, your mind, but yeah, it's slipping know, my mind. I, I've already blocked him. But out. He's a big fish. Yeah, the no, coach no, they he, fired he as a big fish or he sucked. No, he he, he sucked. So who's, I, I, who's, I hated him. Tell I mean, me most of those guys are already who's a gone. big fish. I don't who's I don't, gonna be the who's gonna be the coach where the San Jose Sharks fans like pull out their wieners and jerk their little shark people. I out. just want somebody new. We've seen a ton of retreads, and by hiring Mike Greer, they showed that they're willing to go in a new direction instead well, of they hired a black guy Vince. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome McKinlock, come on down. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, Wayne, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm just, I, I want somebody new. I want a fresh face. Um, and I think that's probably what's going to end up happening eventually. They, uh, like, like Tyler said, they may just have somebody like know, Ken Hitchcock <laughs> guys, take over for guys, a year or something. I got the perfect And then like, take over I'll, after. I'll answer, I'll answer your question. I'll answer your question. No, you no, guys are all idiots. I got the coach. I, the the goal, the coach that I want for next year, not this year, because right now I just want to intern because it's basically what we're rolling with because it's all we have right now. I want Gerard G- Gallant, who is the New York Rangers head coach, who uh, I think might be on this outs. I uh, want him, dude. Uh, I want him. Vince uh, hates it. Rangers are uh, Oh, man, I moved my trash can. I can't hurl Who's into the that. most, like, physical – who's the most physical team in the NHL? Probably the Rangers or or Boston, maybe yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah it depends. I'd say those two. Um, I'd say those two. I mean, Philly has a tradition of being physical, but they weren't really all that good. So yeah, I would yeah. I would say Rangers and Boston are probably your most physical. Saint that are Louis, good. Like Saint Louis can be good, physical. Yeah. The Blues can be physical. And who? who Tampa Bay won the cup. Physical. No, Tampa no, Bay Tampa won? Bay lost this year. Tampa Bay lost. Oh, that, that made me feel so happy inside. Oh, they lost it. it was Colorado. Colorado won. Yeah. Hey, um, if I'm San Jose, I'm looking at I'm looking at those coaching trees. <laughs> yeah, Look at those coaching trees. Just snag somebody off of there. Most coaches have been locked up this year. The good one's been locked up this year. So the only one really no, available no, 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 no. is like Goliath, DeBoer's available. Who's the DeBoer back? They got a bench coach. I mean, head coaches have bench coaches, right? Not right now. They fired everyone. They got rid of everybody. They, they no, cleared they, house. No, no, no. I know the Sharks did. I'm saying in the coaching ranks, there's like a head coach and there's like the number one. There's assistant. associate coaches. And, um, but to be, who's to be honest, the hottest though? associate? I feel like what Vince is saying, which I'm kind of, if I'm the GM, if I'm assistant GM to Mr. Greer, I'd be like, Vince, who's blah 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 hire you want tyler who do you want and i feel like vince Bob Bugner, say- god damn that was gonna piss me off vince is saying the like i fire. want the hottest young candidate like in mlb you know you get these young these uh younger gms now that are like the metrics and you get younger gms in the nfl where they build more depth you know so that's i know that's the the roster's between the two brothers, the Greers, there's discussion of how do you build a roster? So they're already talking the chess of how do you build a San Jose Sharks roster that's a competitive. And I think now Mike Greer is trying to identify the head coach that is going to be the future of hockey because he wants a, I think he wants to have a Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr wasn't a head coach until he came to the Warriors. He was a general manager in Phoenix and he took a break. So he didn't coach, but he was the hottest coaching candidate when he, when he was available and the warriors got him. Who's that um, guy? I got an interesting name for you, Tyler. Um, Get ready for this. Um, I'm going to tell you, he's, 
He's a guy that coached um, a national team uh, for three years after he retired. He won a silver medal at the Winter Olympics. Uh, and his name is Marco Sturm. Oh, you know, okay. fairly young guy. What do you think about that? He's been an assistant on the Kings. Um, so that would be yeah. a guy, you know, a first time staffer, former shark. Um, they traded him away for uh, uh, to Boston back in 2005. I think they got like this bearded guy named Joe back in that trade. Ended <laughs> up okay. It, was, it ended he up wasn't okay. Bearded back then. He wasn't yeah, he bearded. wasn't so bearded back then, but um, he, he he later grew a beard and had a nice little racing stripe down the middle of gray. But yeah, no. Uh, so Is it might available? be that might uh, Marco Sturm. He he got Germany to win a silver medal at the Olympics in hockey. But he's um, available right now. Uh, yeah, uh, he spent, uh, he's an assistant on the Kings, uh, the last four years. Um, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. If so that's available. I'm not, I'll, I'll take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Maybe, maybe him, maybe Joel Ward might be another guy. I, I think they're going to be looking at somebody who's in their forties, uh, someone I, young ish. Uh, um, I don't know what Joel I, Ward's been up to, but I'll, I'll pass on Joel. Ward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, uh, I'm just looking at some of these names, uh, that are kind of in, intriguing to me. Um, I mean, I, I'm seeing guys that are, you know, 34 years old on this list. I'm like, I don't know about that young, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see where they go. I think it's going to be somebody who's going to be a first-time coach. That's where I think the Sharks are going to end up going. Uh, so that way you can oh, have Mike Greer do if, his thing. Okay. If, so, if I'm Greer, yeah, I'm getting a, a first-time coach because if he sucks, it's not on me. Right. <laughs> it's on him because he's a new coach. <laughs> yeah, I'm for sure doing that, 100%. Mm. Hey Pass guys, the bucket under the new guy. Yeah, I, I, I think know it's, it's time. time to move on. Yeah, but I just want to say that was probably the best goddamn San Jose Sharks bit I ever participated <laughs> or yeah. heard in my life. All right, so I just want to make one last little comment um, about the Sharks. Uh, Brian Marchment uh, passed away. Um, oh. He is a uh, he spent more than twenty years with the team. Fifteen as yeah. a scout. He played three hundred thirty-four games in teal. Um, uh, he's played, he's a 17 year veteran and then went into scouting and, uh, he was a longtime member of the sharks family. So RIP mush. That's easy mush. All right. So I think it's time. Uh, there was one big story that just broke the last couple of days in baseball. Um, the nationals Juan Soto, he was offered a 15 year, $440 million contract. And he said, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Good for him. At least, yeah. at least, at least somebody in Washington realizes. I'm talking to you, Bradley Bill, you stupid idiot. At least <laughs> somebody realizes. Don't take the money. You can go win a championship. Go win yeah. one. You, you deserve he's, it. I mean, uh, he's a Scott Boris client, and those guys typically don't sign early. They want to let the free market set their rate. You know, um, yeah. so he he's supposed to be a free agent in it. He's 23 now, so in about three years, I think, is when he's. Uh, set to be a free agent. So at age 26, which means uh, he's going to cash in. He, he might get the single biggest like dollar contract in the history of baseball when he does. Um, you know, uh, my like, favorite thing, he doesn't do it anymore, but like a couple of years back, one of my favorite things that Juan Soto used to do, and I fucking loved it when he did it. I'd love it when he would like take a ball and like knew that it was a ball and he'd fucking grab his crotch and like sh- shimmy it and like shift his leg over like his front pivot leg like he would shift it over and shimmy his like his jock at the same time at the pitcher it was such a cocky move to do <laughs> fucking loved it oh man oh man oh the kids are having fun aren't they um yeah so um washington is now gonna listen to some trade offers um so uh what should the a's give up to i'm sorry i couldn't get through it with a straight we, face we couldn't <laughs> We literally could give up a uh, whole team and we still couldn't yeah, afford it. No, 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 no. There's, I mean, like, like s- some people have like run simulations on what it would take to like get Juan Soto in a trade and it's going to cost so much. Uh, but the hey, thing is, he's but, a proven talent and you're going to basically give up the farm to get him. Like, I look at the Dodgers as a team Padres? that would try. Padres? The pa- Padres might try. The Mets, the Giants, the, the typical. Uh, the yeah, the, Yan- the Yankees, I'm sure, would are going to, you know, get... Uh, send a a call and you know yeah kick a tire uh so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out i think the nationals they're going to try to make one more offer and uh if it's if juan soda when juan soda turns it down uh they're going to start uh looking for trade partners and 
Uh, we got about a little less than two weeks before the trade deadline. So uh, this could get real interesting real quick here. Well, shout out to your 2022 Oakland A's top trade prospect, Shane Lang- Langliers. I think that's how you pronounce that name. Langliers, yeah. He, be- he was the uh, rising star uh, MVP that they just hosted for the All-Star game. So yep. he had like one throw out. I think he had a clutch home run to like win the game. I didn't mm-hmm. watch the game, honestly. But um, shout out to the Oakland A's top 2022 trade prospect. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, that would I would say uh, if the Padres trade for one Soto, as much as I am a, a newly uh, acquired Padres fan, um, I don't think that's a good idea at all. I don't think it's a good idea for the Mets. Um, maybe maybe it's a good idea for the Mets. They paid so much money. Maybe they could dump these one-year, two-year contracts that they have to the to Washington. So maybe it's a good idea for the Mets. I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know anyone who is willing to trade their pretty much their whole farm to get Juan Soto and some star players. Maybe a star player. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's gonna take a lot. I mean, like I I can't imagine like like what the Nationals are gonna ask for is insane, and it should be insane. Should you be. got a talent. You got a talent like that. Uh, you want to try to get everything you possibly can for them, and you want to try to get to get these teams fighting against each other to try to one up each other to try to get a guy who is. By all, you know, like as far as anybody can tell, he's worth a 15-year, $440 million contract, you know? Yeah. That's a guy that's, you know, if, if I was a fan of a team with the money to get the kind of guy, I would try to get him, see what well, you happens, had, you know? You had mentioned that the Padres getting rid of Manny Machado. Yeah, I think. As, a, as a, along with the trade package, I think that's a great idea. I think yeah. that's the only way that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. You get younger. Uh, and yeah. then, yeah, and, and you get a crybaby out, and makes makes it easier for me to cheer for the Padres. I think a lot of fuck Manny Mach- Machado. Yeah. yeah, yeah, can't stand that guy. I'm still <laughs> bitter as, a decade, if, dozen years later. As much as, as much as Josh Donaldson's a bit of an asshole himself, he was our asshole. Yeah, and, uh, Manny Machado had no right to treat him that way. No. <laughs> yeah, I get red ass over that red ass, but yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, Josh uh, Donaldson's most recent controversy, yeah, really makes oh, yeah. him look like an asshole. Yeah, yeah, he was being a bit of a badman there. Uh, yeah, uh, being kind of a uh, insensitive is the nice way to phrase yeah. it. I think. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't think there's any way to defend what no. how he tried to say was a this and a that. I don't think there's any way you could defend it, and it's just like. Yeah, when he came out offended that his teammates didn't have his back, that's like sometimes your homies, you know, tell you what you need to hear, not mm-hmm. what you want to hear. And if you wanted to hear some support, you didn't because that was bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just just to clarify, um, he basically uh, called Tim Anderson of the White Sox, um, Jackie Robinson, uh, in kind of a not positive way i guess he was calling him so he he was saying okay jackie all right jackie he was calling him jackie right Mm -hmm. yeah and in saying he was jackie robinson and he was saying it it was being a jovial complimentary where clearly you know it's not yeah yeah you know, so yeah, so the, a yeah. shitty situation. So it, it absolutely is. Yeah. As much as I want to defend Josh Donaldson, I'm kind of like that one. We can't fuck yeah. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Goes to the Yankees one time becomes a straight up a-hole. No, I mean, one. I mean, we, we knew he was an a-hole. Um, I mean, that's part <laughs> of the reason why he ended up getting traded. Right. Yeah. Um, was cause uh, I think Billy Bean just got sick of him. Um, yeah. yeah but, I'd love, I'd love well, to. Well, he called him Billy boy. Oh yeah, yeah. I love a telltale book as to what happened because it is. He called him Billy Boy, dude. Right, but why did he call him Billy Boy? What did Josh Donaldson say to provoke that? You know what I'm saying? There's two sides to a coin. I know. What did Billy Bean do to provoke Josh Donaldson to call him Billy? Right, right, right. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious. Hey, if I was the GM and I came, if I'm fucking, hey, I have criticized Billy Bean so much 
on many podcasts of ours and I will continue to criticize him because he's part owner and he's traded away some of our favorite players. So, you know, if you're willing to sit in that chair, you're, you're willing to have some criticism so he can deal with me. Um, yeah. well, you already but at the same time, he's a really good general manager, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to respect. Like, oh, he no. knows. Dave he Cavill. Knows I, met Dave Cavill. Mm. I met Dave okay. Cavill the other day. Yeah. That's, that's oh, that's was. right. You, you're a scab now. You crossed a picket line. Yeah, I you. am. Yeah, we were on strike. What the Who hell, man? Guy, huh? This fucking guy. Hey, no. So, no, 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 no. Okay. So seriously, seriously, how was it? How was the game? How was the game? So I mean, there was nobody there. Yeah. Um, Shocker. You no. Know, no. So I went. A buddy of mine, who you know, we should probably have on. We we, we can talk about this moment. He's a great guy. He loves he loves the Oakland A's. He wanted to go to a ball game and he, and my buddy texts me and he says, I got good tickets. Do you want to go to the ball game? I said, let's go. It was just me and him. We showed up, man. It was some of the best seats in baseball history that I ever had. I was in the first, like first row, uh, you know, and Third base and, side? yeah, yeah. Like behind that, home those plate. Are, those are my favorite seats. I, it was I like, get those. It was like home plate and third. And I was like the third row back. Yeah. And we were just kicking it right there in, you know, 90 degree Bay Area sun, just roasting, smashing beer and chicken tenders. And babe. I see this tall, really tall man. And he's, you know, obviously down on the ground level by the cameras and whatnot. And I'm like, damn, man, that's. That's Dave Cavill. So, you know, homie Jacob looks over and he's like, that is Dave Cavill. And I'm like, I'm going to go talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) So I walk over and I'm like leaning over the rail and he starts walking towards me. And I'm like, Hey Dave, Dave. And he's not, he's not moving. He's not looking up. He's not giving your boy anything. Mm -hmm. And I said, Hey, Let's get Howard terminal, baby. And he put his hand up and he like, he gave me a high five and he gripped it, bro. Like he gripped it. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like a, you know, a, a, a t- like he gripped me. Like he gave me a, a fucking shake and he looked up and was like, yeah. And, and I know I shat on Dave when he went to that Las Vegas Knights game, I was pissed. Um, but I think, you know, I think the only way this deal breaks down is if the A's back out, I think it's going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. This new stadium at Howard terminal, I think it's going to happen. And I think it, I'm expecting it to happen now. And well, to to not make um, this a two hour podcast here. I'm still upset with Dave Cavill after his Twitter tirade that he had. And it's forgettable <laughs> if he makes Howard Terminal happen. Oh, for if sure. He doesn't, if he doesn't make it happen, it's unforgettable. And it's unforgivable. Yeah, I, I just personally believe, like, I fucking have my gripes with John Fisher. Um, I, I truly have my gripes. I feel like if this deal gets done, then the A's need to be in the top 10 of baseball payroll for the lifespan of the stadium. You know what I mean? That's my expectation is that all A's fans, if you get this deal is if you're not in the top 10 of payroll, I don't want to hear any bullshit. You got the stadium, you got the district, you got the real estate. I don't care. I don't want to hear about any deal that you did. You got everything you ever did requested go out there and put a fucking ring on it (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's where i'm at yeah Um, i don't even know you're gonna get that you might just get a new stadium in the same bullshit who knows you know i mean that's that's stories to be told i mean but the other side of it too is i think this is a really good win for the city of oakland because immediately once they can close that deal and the a's are in construction and whatnot they got to put their attention on the current Coliseum complex because that is also 
a $30 billion reinvestment. I mean, that is a huge, you could build a micro city in that. You could put a theme park on that. You could put anything you want on that. Are you saying, are you saying we should move great America over to there since great America is closing down 10 years from now? I think there needs to be a, a, I would not be, I would not be against selling my soul of that property to like a Disney or Universal Studios or a, you know, like, yeah. Can you imagine coming down there for Disneyland? <laughs> I would honestly, at this point, I think I'd rather have Universal Studios. Like, all the, all the, I feel the like they care about their KFC. theme parks more than Disney. <laughs> just yeah, like, th- this new guy ain't it, man. <laughs> it ain't, dude. Bob, it. Bob Shapek, he ain't it, man. He ain't it. No, he ain't he, it. He, he ain't it cares, at all, man. Dude, Dude, Universal report, cares about their theme parks. I just read a report that Bob Iger has come out and said that he's really, I mean, he's been critical about Bob Chapik. You know, obviously Bob Chapik took over for Bob Iger. And uh, Iger's really upset about how Bob Chapik has handled this whole thing. And Iger came out and said, "If there's no way you could have known, right? But if he knew how critical COVID would have been and how it would have affected everyone, not just his parts, Bob Iger said he would have stayed on longer knowing that that would be the situation, but because of how he couldn't and no way you could tell gave the reins to Bob Chapik and he was yeah. so upset with how he ran. And, he, and I agree with it 100%. I'm still upset with how Bob Chapik runs it. Yeah. yeah. Still upset. And there's your Disney rant. That's what, that's what you came here for folks. That's exactly <laughs> what you came here for. That's right. Um, Lightning pa- bullshit. <laughs> Paul Blackburn's in a, in a star, in a's all-star. Um, okay. Yay. Okay. So, so, <laughs> So the all-star jerseys came out for the A's, right? And mm-hmm. in reality, I don't think they're that bad. I think they're, they're kind of nice. I'm not going to buy one, but I think they're no. nice. Yeah. So someone on Reddit came out and said, I Well, after to buying your stupid hours. San Diego 1980s I didn't buy jersey it hat I didn't you want to wear. I didn't buy it. I'm thinking about it still. That shit was but anyways, ugly. So somebody on Reddit I'm was saying, punch you in two the face hours later, you... two hours later, they try to buy the Oakland A's all-star jersey. And it was sold out, right? He was like, I can't get my hands on one. Did anybody else, like, is this ridiculous? Like, did they only make a limited run? And somebody, because they probably only made one, and it, and it went to Paul Blackburn, and that was it. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <clears throat> That's, rough. Everywhere. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. Hey, you know, I, the, I, last, like, I, the, the last oh, A's thing I'll say is I did have a, a blast at the A's game. I got, I met Dave, they didn't win the game, but I had, I had a great time. So I definitely plan on going back and rooting for the A's that are on the current roster because they're repping well. And I need to put my personal feelings aside for ownership. And it would be great to go with the ball game with you guys. I did have a blast, um, but they won today. The time of this recording, they won today. That's <laughs> they right. Won two out of three. Against Houston. So Houston's officially been eliminated from the playoffs now because you can't have that. You can't have a team that lost two out of three at home to the Oakland A's. Like that it's in, it's too embarrassing. Houston is done. Kick rocks, buddy. Hope Seattle catches you. Seattle, man. Seattle's catching them. Yeah, 14 in a row, man. Look at them Dude, go. Look at You're them. welcome, they're, Seattle. They're not getting sniffing. 20. They're sniffing that A's uh, record. And then shortly you know, after that, who, who broke the A's record? Uh, Cleveland. No Cleveland, that's right. Cleveland. When? It was like two, four two, three years, years ago. ago. It was a while ago. Yeah, it was like <laughs> they four got twenty one yeah. wins in a row. They got like twenty three. I think. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's it why ain't I even us now. The second place A's record. <laughs> Can we get a Miguel Tejada day? The Coliseum no would sell out. Miguel Tejada day. Come on. Baltimore's gonna have one before. Can't us. do that. Miguel Tejada brings too many people. Can't no, do it. Miguel Tejada. You know what I told guys? I told Julia, I said, you know what would be my most cherished Christmas or birthday gift? And it could come from anyone. It could come from anyone. The most cherished thing in the world that I could have right now would be an authentic Miguel Tejada jersey in any color that I could wear right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I want that, <laughs> you know, and it like that's the only A's player that I look back. I mean, Chavi too, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
the um John Chavez. Mabry doesn't do it for you, huh? Not Mabry. <laughs> I would be all in for Hudson or a Molder. Mm-hmm. That um, Bobby Kilty is just it, it doesn't quite reach that level though, huh? No, I'd I wear I'd wear a Bobby Kilty. <laughs> you know why? Because he was like he was like our guy that got like the hits off the bench. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like he's like the Kavon Looney. You know? <laughs> I was about to say he's your Mike Greer. Yeah. He, you know, <laughs> I'm all about the dudes that support the team. You know, like they're not the, the, the Curry's, you know, cause we get spoiled with the golden state warriors. Like all of a sudden we're spoiled basketball fans. Like we're over I, here watching summer league, like yeah, like I'm we're experts. I will argue to the death that anyone says that they're annoyed with Steph Curry or Draymond Green. I will tell you this: when I was a kid in high school, the Thunder mascot before the Thunder became a team again and took away our mascot would come to my high school and give out free tickets to the game because they couldn't get enough tickets sold. Now. To Sam's point, they did sell out those arenas, but it was a lot of work to get those sold out at a premium discounted price. But I went, and yep. I remember I remember sitting in a luxury box one time, and it only cost me 50 bucks to go to a luxury box. Yeah, I, I went. It's, it's going to be a little bit more now to get a luxury box. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Just a little bit, though. So, yeah. so my point is that I shackles. was there for the worst. I've seen the worst. I'm going to ride this mountain because they did it the right way by building here. So you right? don't want KD? No, I do not. Ooh, All right, we're, we're diving dude. in. Okay. Dude, you don't want I KD, do KD? Yeah, you know what? Um, I think the price for KD is going to be a little bit too high. And I mean, it should be high. Like, like obviously, he's, he's an yeah. all-world talent. I have no problem with Brooklyn trying to get the most uh, value for Kevin Durant. And still- I, I, I think that making that trade is basically saying the next three years uh, we're going to guarantee you like you're going to get a, you know, 50, 50 shot at winning the title for the next three years, where if you don't make that trade, I think the warriors have a, you know, 15, 20% chance at, you know, uh, at a title for the next 10 years as, as they're constructed right now. And I mean, we've already seen that this core of Steph Clay and Draymond they can win championships with or without Kevin Durant, including this past year. So I'm not willing to give up on, you know, like, like on extending this championship window for the next decade, you know, yeah. for, for, for what will be a coin flip over the next two or three years, you know? Well, right. I say what's crazy to me is that I say with this roster right now, right. Which is locked in for the next foreseeable four or five years, right. For the most part, it's locked in. I think you get one out of three right now. And if you do more than that, you've exceeded my expectation, which is so crazy to think that like we have a team that I could be like, we're going to get a one out of three. Like we're going to get one, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's totally doable, right? Outside oh, yeah. of injuries and whatever. But the reason why I think Kyrie Irving still screwed Kevin Durant is because Kevin Durant signed that contract with Brooklyn thinking that he was going to come back with his bro. And then his bro did that shit two months ago with you know putting everybody on the hook and it soured the taste of the whole entire organization including you know Kyrie and KD as far as contract goes so reality Kevin Durant should have never signed that extension this offseason he pigeon footed or pigeonholed himself in and now it's gonna be really hard for him to get out of Brooklyn and I don't think it's out of the realm possibility that he doesn't get traded out of Brooklyn this year and probably that's sits actually, out. that's actually where I was leaning was he I think he comes back to Brooklyn this year. I don't know that he does get traded. I don't know I don't who's, so. yeah. I, I don't know who has the the package to make this deal work, you know, I, cause uh, who is it? Like Phoenix isn't going to be the guy because Deandre Ayton would have to be part of that deal. And now you can't, you can't trade Deandre can't Ayton it. for the next year. Do we know so, Kevin has a no trade clause? Cause if he doesn't have a no trade clause, I would say, OKC. if he doesn't have a no trade clause, I would say, OKC has the players to do it. Now, would Brooklyn want to trade for unproven talent, but good talent? That's to be seen. But I really think that OKC has good talent, just unproven talent. 
that would be really, that would be hilarious really though. awkward you would um, be so awkward i yeah. don't think you would do it you can't was- unburn those jerseys you can't like <laughs> getting those cupcakes you know cleaned off of those jerseys that's it's that that is not gonna be easy okay yeah um, yeah definitely uh i i guess there's only a couple of other notes that we have left on our show doc is there anything nba wise we need to uh cover before we move well, on hey real quick real quick the report of joe laca standing offer clinays <laughs> okay oh, so yeah. that's, got me that's hard. been an ongoing thing though <laughs> right like like got i knew this i knew this you know seven years ago that joe laca was trying to do that that report came out seven years ago it's just you know resurfaced what? again you know, no, but he, but that was a current interview where it resurfaced. Right. It's That's not what I'm saying. It's that, resurfaced it was, again. It's resurfaced because that interview happened a few days ago. But you know what? I tell you, I swear to God, if the, if for whatever reason, somehow, some way, Lake bought the A's, I feel like it would be a celebration because the expectation would be championships. And Lakeup has the equity with the fandom. And I think the rest of baseball would be like, fuck. Oh, fuck. You know <laughs> because, what? If that, if because, that cell went down. Because oh, if yeah. it happened, if it happened, it would be like, Joe, would, I would not be surprised if Joe Lakeup fired Billy Bean. I would not be surprised. What I would hope for is Billy Bean stays and gets the payroll to do Moneyball, but on the mm-hmm. biggest of stages with the biggest of ballparks mm-hmm. or not and win the fucking World Series. I would we, love to see Billy Bean win it. We've seen, I, we've I, seen I was what a happens. Billy Bean fan. I was a fan. Now I'm bitter because I'm not satisfied with like being in it. I want to win it. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, we've seen the results. Uh, Boston in 2004, they went money ball money with ball. money uh, to back it up. I want to and... see Billy go with money because okay. he's a Hall of Famer. Billy Bean's a Hall of Famer. He's going to make the Baseball Hall of Fame as a general manager someday, some way. He will. He's great. But I want it to be that he also got to play on the on the stage of baseball to win it all with the budget because I believe he can win it. I want to be a fan of Billy Bean again, and I want him to have a budget to do it. And if Joe Lacob had the Oakland Athletics and he was the general manager, they would have that opportunity. Because I'll tell you what, advocate, would be there. devil's advocate though, because you made a point there, Vince. Boston did it with Moneyball with money. Giants are theoretically doing Moneyball with money. What about the Cubs did Moneyball with money? And Mm -hmm. yeah, then he went to Boston. But what about, um, what about Tampa? What about the Rays? I mean, they've been into world series in 2008 and a couple of years ago. Right. Um, So, I mean, they've been, they've been in the world series, not just in the playoffs. They were there. You know, like, they were on the though, door. It's what I mean, I'm saying is though they're doing it with no money. They're doing it the A's way. They, I mean, yeah, kind of, but they did extend Wander fucking Franco for what 13 years That's and true. a billion That's dollars true. or whatever. So if, I mean, if, if I'm if I'm Joe Lacob, am I trying to steal the Rays GM, or am I trying to do it with Billy Bean? Because it looks like the Rays have had a lot of success lately with the same style that Billy Bean does it. Imagine if you give him money. And uh, Tyler, yeah. I'm not saying I would, if that happened, I would not be surprised because when Lacob took over, he went and got Bob Myers and he went and got Steve Kerr. You know what I mean? Like, he well, Bob went, Myers was there two years prior, but yes, I agree with you. But he went Bob and Myers got the there. big fish. He went and got right. big fish systematically. So I'll tell you what, it, I mean, if that deal ever happens, the very first day after that deal, the first game after that deal happens is a sellout. Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, oh yeah, you, you, you that tell deal me John, John Fisher's gone. I'm calling. Yeah, if it happens tomorrow, uh, I'm calling in sick to work. That was to go my to that question. Game. That was my question. Is 
I firmly believe if Joe Laca bought the A's by Monday, the A's attendance at minimum would double from here on out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Instantly. Yeah, yes. I mean, I don't know what we're drawing on average. It's it's under 10K. I mean, I could see it jumping up to 22. 7,000. 7, we're, 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 we're averaging seven. I can easily see it uh, you know, jumping up to 20K, 20K for the rest of the year at least. Yeah. I would yeah. buy season tickets. I'd be like, I'm here on out, guys. <laughs> I would be there. Well, okay, I got, I got a question for you since we're talking about this here. The A's prices right now parking for for price emission has gone up yeah if joe lego comes in do you even worry about that anymore like right now in. what it's at no, i'd be like take my money because i know my money is gonna win it but but knowing that the same talent is still on the field for the rest of this year let's just say it happens tomorrow right the same talent I'm is still in. on the field bought in. do you care about the price anymore the owner's different i feel more comfortable giving joe lake yeah. my money than i do john fisher so yeah, yeah. I don't get. I don't give a shit if they're gonna win this year. The only wins I'm looking for are wins on the Howard Terminal project. That's yeah. the only wins I give a shit about this year. Now that's so, so. That's so. That is so telling and so great because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I don't give a shit what it cost me. Yeah. I believe in the ownership, and I know mm-hmm. they're gonna put us in the right. This may be the last few years that I can afford it, but but in a reasonable budget wise. But but in reality, I'm for it. I'm not upset that the Warriors tickets have doubled in price because I get the top players now. That's why I doubled in price. You know so, what's stupid about John Fisher? John Fisher owns these bi- the biggest brands in the world, and he wants to remain in the shadows where he could instantly like come out of the shadows. And if he cared about winning, if he was remotely close to being the personality of what Joe Lacob is, and just committed to winning, no matter how awkward or silly or whatever he is. There, like, there's never been like this is a powerful individual who's never been accused of any like wrongdoing, malpractice. <laughs> like, he's not been a bad boss, from what I understand, right? Like, he's not been a terrible individual in the workspace. There's no dirt. He's not a fucking donald sterling right right that would have come out by now i think it would have came out Mm -hmm. so if he was just like cared about winning i think like if he was like joe lacob and he cared about winning and he invested some money he would make more money than nickel and diamond like he he's nickel and diamond like if he was like Gap owner is hundred percent on winning, you know. Banana Republic is a hundred percent on supporting, you know, good jobs. Like I feel like people would be behind your brand. Like an old Navy selling there. A's merch, like that Dude, would sell. I don't, don't. I have not bought Old Navy, Banana Republic, whatever the fucking brands are. I, I shut it down. I haven't bought anything in theirs in like five years. Julia, who shops, is not like, if she wants to buy something from there, I told her that's fine. But she has stopped shopping there. I don't know anybody who shops there because of yeah. like I hatred of John Fisher. The moment he became a Joe Lacob, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just win. Just commit to winning. That's all you need to do. Like, yeah, you're it's yeah. crazy. I, I think and and taking con- crazy pills. <laughs> I think uh, that concludes our, um, our <laughs> jo- of the, the rant on John Fisher, the weekly rant on the on <laughs> shitty ownership. Um, I, I, I think there's just one last point before we go. Um, that's not even baseball related. The U S women's national team for soccer, they officially clinched their spot in the 2023 world, women's world cup. They're going to be able to defend their title and I will watch it because I eat that shit up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm in. yeah. I'm in. Um, also, uh, we hope Brittany Griner can, uh, get, get herself out of Russia quickly because, this is horseshit. She should be home already. Well, to be I mean, fair, it, it's not. It's not her anymore. I mean, it yeah. is, but it really isn't. It's, no, it's, it's 
let me trade you an NBA, a WNBA star for a war crime criminal that's a Russian. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right now. That that's that's the deal that is probably going to have to happen at some point, and it sucks. Um, and you're not supposed to negotiate with terrorists or whatever. But we need to get Brittany Griner home. This is horseshit. Get her yeah, home. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I've gotten back into golfing, guys. Um, I played horrible. I am on the quest to uh, shoot uh, under 90. I officially hit 112 when I went out there for the first time in five years. So uh, if anyone cares about golf, I will be putting updates on my uh, on a Reddit page. I'm a Reddit page. I don't have a Reddit page for us, but if you want me to do that, I'll do that too. Um, on our <laughs> Twitter page here. Um, yeah. Just because we want some activity there, I'm going to take some 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 workload off of Vince here because Vince is our uh, our social media guru here. So I'm going <laughs> yeah. to take some videos on the links and have a good time with it. Oh, absolutely. Um, same same with you, Sam. If you got any cool sports things uh, you want to throw on there, let me know and we'll get it done. Um, We're going to call it the quest for 90. I'm going to break 90. Quest for 90. Okay. Right on. Um, well, uh, okay. Real quick. Yay or okay. nay. This uh, golfing Saudi Arabia. Nay. Nay. Oh, my God. Nay. You, you uh, have to finish your sentence. No, finish your sentence for the people. Nah, I yeah, I for the people. Uh, so, so that way they the, the people so next need to week, know, Sam. You know what we need to prepare for? If we're going to. I agree with you guys, and it also relates to the NBA. So I got some gripes with the NBA on the same issues that got the PGA and the players and all this bullshit is. I got some comments about this and the NBA. Um, so we'll we'll talk about that next week. Ooh, all right, I agree good. with you. Setting it up. All right, we got a little teaser. Okay, I'm gonna add that to our show doc right now. Um, you do it now. Sam's golf teaser dot, dot, slash dot. NBA slash NBA. Oh, oh, and NBA. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, um, so you know what? Let's uh, let's close this bad boy up. Uh, hit us up on social media, SVT Sports Pod on Instagram, and Twitter. Slide into our DMs. Uh, send us an email at SVT Sports Pod at gmail.com. And uh, we look forward to interacting with you all. And uh, until next time. We'll see you around, gentlemen. Later, guys. Later.